This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Memphis on Sunday and an absolute wild one. The kind of first half, and and to sort of take you through what a lot of people were going through, is there's a lot going on on Sunday. There was a Cubs game. There was a Sox game. There's the NCAA championship for the, women. the women's championship. And I was pretty sure the bulls were telling us to go away because down 23 in an absolute silent mausoleum of a United center. I was pretty close after flipping away to be like, yeah, I'll, I may check back, but I'm glad I did. And they ended up winning by 21 points after being down 23 at one point in the first half which means that is a 44-point swing. That's a lot. They won the third quarter by a score of 40-16, to 16, and their defense was just incredible. They had, a, they, had a, they had a moment in the fourth quarter where, with about three minutes left, they had something like four steals in a row, and they scored on all of them. They just eight Memphis alive. And that's a rel- a relatively healthy Memphis team being down. Steven Adams hurts and being down Brandon Clark, especially for that long, it's an, it's a torn Achilles that also hurts. So they were relying a lot on um, Xavier Tillman. However, when you have two players, two all-stars in John Morant and Jaron Jackson jr. You would think they're going to beat that bulls team and you would be wrong. I also just want to say I hate Dylan Brooks so right. much. Ugh, he's so annoying. He's, he shot the ball well, but he's so streaky. And he is just a – I don't want to swear, but he is a pain in the ass. He sucks, and he talks a lot. He makes me so angry. At least Trey Young, when he talks, at least he's an all-star. At least he's – a good basketball player. I don't think Dylan Dylan Brooks is in the NBA, therefore he is a very good basketball player. But relative to other NBA players, I think he is about as average as can be. He just has very large shoulders and he talks a lot. That Those are the only things that make him different than anybody else. Also a very inconsistent jump shot mechanically. Every single one of his shots is different. It just, I don't, I don't like looking at it. I don't like watching him play basketball. I am so happy he's not on my team. He, Patrick Beverly is what Dylan Brooks thinks he is, which is an okay player that talks a lot of crap, but at least Beverly knows that he's not a superstar. It, ugh, I hate him. <laughs> my guess is you don't like Dylan Brooks. Zach Levine was remarkably efficient once again, and he's been doing this often. We're starting to take this for granted. 13 for 19 shooting, three of his eight three-pointers, seven of eight from the line. He had nine assists, 36 points, was a plus 25 uh, best on the floor for the game. And this was one of these games where 
I can't say no to any shots that he's taking. It, 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 the guy makes shots that other people can't. He makes shots that look bad. And when he's on one like this, you almost hope he shoots it every time because everything he shot had a chance. And it seems like every single time he takes a shot lately, like for the past month, it seems like you always feel good about it, no matter where he's taking it. And I always used to say with him, you know, don't take that shot. It's a mid-range dumb shot, dumb shot, dumb shot. You were the same way. But for the past month, I cannot count, or I can count on one hand how many times we've had to say that about Zach, maybe once or twice. It it seems like he's taking smart shots. DeRozan even, he missed them all, but DeRozan took four threes. Good. Patrick Patrick shot five of 10 again and hit another two threes. And he had a couple clutch buckets. He had that tip in to take the lead and he had a three to get them within, I think it was five, maybe it was three. He, Patrick played well. He, he's had a really good, uh, two-game stretch because he was terrible against the Lakers on, what was that, last Wednesday? Mm-hmm. So to have a bounce back, like, bounce back like this, it's been needed. And if they're going into the play in hot, maybe they can get an eight seed and win one game. And There's a couple I don't other know. guys I want to single out from this game, too. Uh, one is Kobe White, who just continues yeah. every time we are, are talking about him. He is continuing to show us more in his game. His ball handling, his decision making, and his activity on defense has really been outstanding. I love when his his aggressiveness and how quickly he's making decisions in the open floor. He he took Luke Kennard right to the front of the rim without an afterthought. And he never stopped and he didn't get in between like Patrick Williams seems to be so often is really often struggling to finish. But Kobe White is doing things also that don't really necessarily show up in the box score with how active he is defensively, being able to anticipate switches in a way that he hasn't before. It allowed them to play Ayo Desumu only 18 minutes, 17 minutes. I was, I, that was the next thing I was going to say was when Ayo Desumu only plays 17 minutes, that's a good thing. He can come in be a defensive guy, do his job, play his role, and get out of there. And I think that's what the acquisition of Beverly has allowed them to do. Looking back on that, he only had, what do you have? He had two points this game. But looking back on that, that's made a difference in their basketball. And the rotations are better with Beverly starting. And could, and could, Kobe White's defense be a result of Beverly a little bit, maybe just here and there. I think it's a, his own hard work primarily. I, I don't, I don't want to take the agency away from him because of how hard he's worked at it, but he's it's, it's mattered. His active hands really matter. And it's something that Billy Donovan talked about after the game, where even though we talk about the steals that they're, it's not necessarily when he says hands up and hands active, it's not always raking at the ball and trying for steals and trying to knock it away. It may just be deflecting a pass that gets somebody out of rhythm that makes somebody catch a ball out of rhythm that prevents a shot there. When a team is in, in good shape and they're able to play late into a game with active hands, coaches absolutely love that. They have four guards that, recently have been great defensively you know Beverly you know Caruso are going to play great defense 
that's why Io's been on the floor. And Kobe White lately has been fantastic. So we've known that defense wasn't a problem. And for the past couple of weeks, they've been shooting a lot more threes and they've been playing better basketball. Even DeRozan, he'll have his moments where he'll have an ISO play and he'll shoot a mid-range jump shot. I'm accepting that because I know it's DeMar DeRozan. He's going to be DeMar DeRozan, but it's right now it's not excessive. He's not doing it every time. Zach Levine is kind of taking over as the guy right now, which has been the plan since the beginning. When they when they signed DeRozan, I think that was the plan, was to have Zach be the guy. You maxed him out, and DeRozan was coming into this as a vet, $26 million a year. That's not huge for, for a, a guy that's supposedly a co-number one star. And because of his season last year, Maybe he thought he was the number one guy. Maybe it made Zach lose confidence, although I don't think that's true just because it's Zach Levine. He doesn't ever seem to lack confidence. But with DeMar kind of taking a secondary scoring role, I think that's really, really helped them. It means more threes are going to be taken. Even he's taken some more threes, as I've mentioned earlier, and they're playing winning basketball and then the last few games they've had an identity it and lets them play faster when 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 demar isn't dominating possessions and or when he's a second option or willing to be like he's that's always there in a possession that you know if the shot clock is at eight that's a perfect time for demar to do the demar give it to him and sure and draw it foul the first option and and i do think they've been playing their their pace has been excellent and there's a couple other aspects here too. The substitution of Derek Jones Jr. for Drummond. Drummond only played six minutes and 40 seconds. Derek Jones Jr. played 9-13. And it mattered because it changed the way they could defend ball screens. And it allowed them to switch more, which made which it kept them connected to ball handlers and to shooters much more. I mean, the closeouts were better. They were, it, there was no question that a, a switch flipped before they went on that 90 to 46 run. And, but part of the reason the defense worked is because they were handling ball screens better with Drummond off the floor. The other team, the other thing, as they got out with numbers, they're doing a better job with angles Hmm. and they've had a tendency all year. When I talk about these fast breaks that have seemed crowded or in between it's, it's counterintuitive. And I, I always think about it from like a, almost a football formation perspective that you create, you can spread a team out and create angles in the passing game rather than just have a tight formation with little bunch sets and trying to move guys around and pick plays on the fast break, stay wide and then cut the angles down as you get closer to the basket. It gives all that room to make better decisions. And Zach has been better about it. Not it's, it's, human nature to want to get right to the lip of the rim, but you have to trust that a well-run fast break is going to find the right guy with the ball in that spot. 